0: Hello Where the Money is Faithful, once again today uh, I'm Matt Koppenheffer here with Patrick Morris, we're at the Electronic Transactions Association Transact 2014 conference in Las Vegas. So again, as with yesterday, we're not exactly live, we're taping live, uh, but we are on location here in Las Vegas. We're getting to hear some of the great speakers and panelists here at Transact 2014 as well as uh, getting to walk the exhibition floor. Uh, and and meet some of the other companies that are here. Patrick, starting the day, we had a a really great set of keynote uh, addresses. Uh, The first of which was from Visa. Uh, This was uh, well, let, let me let me just kick it over to you. What what jumped out at you um, from from this keynote from Visa, um, which I think touched on a lot of really interesting areas.
1: Yeah, the, one of the really interesting things to me, Matt, uh, coming and hearing from Visa was just the reality that the payment industry itself. There's been seemingly a, this really interesting blurring of the lines between who some of the the more traditional payments providers are, whether it be Visa or Mastercard, but really yeah this influx of of new dynamics coming from Google and Amazon. And really there has begun this blurring of the lines from those companies. And so... You've got that well, song stuck in my head now. and that's what I'm here for. <laughs> but one of the, I think, really interesting things is the reality that, you know, so often we we think about uh, Visa and MasterCard and there are these traditional players on Wall Street and all the other things that go with it. But it's really interesting for me to see the convergence of Silicon Valley, and you have some of the, the biggest names uh, from those technology industries there, and so I think one of the bigger the biggest takeaways I have is to consider, okay, what could this look like for those firms that are possibly really adventurous at, at diving into the payments industry? So when it comes
0: to, to, Visa's, to Visa's talk, it, it sounds like what you're saying is that, a, apart from the fact that Blurred Lines is an excellent song, <laughs> is that um, what used to be a payments company is a payments company, a financial company is a financial company, and then a, uh, a retail company or a, a technology company was a retail company or technology company, now it's not quite as clear. Yeah. So now it's, you've got Visa, you've got MasterCard doing what they do, but then you've got Google Yep. that's that's innovating in the payment space, you've got, um, who else? I mean, so many of them, you got PayPal, PayPal's who's great using example. the payment space, yeah. owned by eBay.
1: Um, so... Blurred lines. Yeah, and it could be interesting. And and we were talking about this before the show, but you know, sometimes you think, uh, or you, I think, a, a company that maybe expands its outreach, it could be a really good thing. It could be like Berkshire, in a sense, where it, you know, it's this big conglomerate that does a variety of things. But sometimes, if you, you reminded me of. If, a firm stretches itself too thin, it could ultimately be a real detriment. So it's just really interesting to think, you know, okay, could this be could this be a great thing for certainly some of the new entrants? Possibly. But mm-hmm. could it be a bad thing? That's also a great possibility as well. So yeah. it's just really interesting to consider
0: all that. Yeah, I think the key is whether it plays into that whole ecosystem. So I, I think that works well for Google. We'll talk a little bit more about that in a minute. But sticking with the Visa keynote, yep. um, My takeaway was security, 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 and maybe that's not surprising. Yeah. Uh, but it's still key, and we've had so many of these high-profile uh, incidents over the past year that I think have people really worried. And you know, one of the funny things is is that some of the solutions that are now uh, maybe being pushed forward a little bit faster wouldn't have always wouldn't have necessarily prevented. The uh, the security breaches that we've had, so right. Target, for instance, um, would not have been prevented by EMV, yep. e- European Visa Mastercard, which is that that um, kind of chip on the card that it, that increases the security of the card uh, at the point of transaction. Right. So that wouldn't have helped with Target. Yet the Target breach helped push forward um, when EMV is going to happen. And th- my take is that this is a good thing. Yeah. Right. So so regardless of the reason. If we're going to get more security in the payment system, that is that is a plus. And that's what I heard from Visa, um, just that these um, new security measures are coming online and that as this is happening, it's a process because you've got to get buy-in from so many different constituencies um, because it's not, and, and again, I think we'll talk more about this as well. In this payments ecosystem, I think it's easy to think about, okay, I'm a consumer and I swipe at this end and I get issued a credit card by a bank at this end, but there's so much that happens in here. Right. And in order to implement these new security measures and implement them properly, you've got to get buy-in from the whole ecosystem. Yep. And I think that's been challenging, but I think that's happening now and we're going to see a more secure system, or at least that's, that's my hope. That's the hope. Uh, second, the second keynote address was from Ariel Bardeen from Google. Yep, uh, he heads up Google's payments business, and I thought this was great. There were there were so many things that, that I took away from this, but let's start. What did you What did you hear that really jumped out at you?
1: Yeah, I think one of the the things that really stood out to me and just his assurance and confidence that the mobile, we've been talking about mobile payments for years. You know, you've been able to, even in things as simply as paying Starbucks on your phone, you've been able to do that. And there's been talk for, for years and years and years that, okay, there's this big change coming. There's this big change coming. But but seemingly we are kind of at an inflection point where really things have begun to change. I, I believe that over, in, the, in January alone, there were over 40 million Mobile payments made, which was up, all, which was up 45% versus January of 2013. Mm-hmm. So really, I think that we are one of my biggest takeaways is that although it's kind of been this this you know slow tide of of things coming in, we seemingly are at a point where. The mobile payments industry, it's, it's Dare here. Dare you say inflection point. Yeah. It's here. You said it. it's here. Yeah. We I, have arrived. I think we have arrived. And I think that's something that it's always critical to know when that is. Because at times you can just really, you can think, oh, it's it's just, it's next year. It's this year. I think it's here. So WTMirs can mark their calendars today. Patrick Morris
0: has said mobile payments is here. I would be comfortable saying that. <laughs> All right. Um, so... It, I guess this sort of builds on your point, and, and, and I think that one of the, one of the interesting questions that's, been, that's being solved many different ways right now is if I'm a merchant, how do I accept forms of payment? How do I yeah. accept a credit card? How do I accept uh, PayPal, for instance? And one of the, one of the things that, that Bardeen was talking about in his address was that now the, the Google Tap to Pay... You can go in, and, and app developers have access to the technology that you can build an app, and 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 set it up with uh, tap to pay. So yeah, you, so that allows a customer to use their Google Wallet, interact with a merchant with tap to pay, and uh, I mean this to, to me this is huge because um, when when you think about small businesses in particular, I mean this this isn't this isn't about a a, a Walmart or even an Amazon yeah. because. They have the resources to do a lot of different things when it comes to payments, but when you think about, you know, a little flower shop on the corner, right? Yeah. Or or the um, the example of a street vendor of a food cart always comes to my mind. I think I'm always hungry. I think it's probably it. But how do they accept payment, right? Yeah. Besides cash, because cash. I mean, cash is cash is king. Right. Uh, not anymore. That's, that's the whole point we're here. Come on. Um, so so how do they accept these various forms of payment? And I think uh Google I, I was really impressed that that this allows so much more um, so much more innovation yeah and uh, in, in Google's powering in that um, on that note speaking of, of innovation we heard um, a presentation from PayPal yeah uh, f- from an executive at PayPal and then we also were able to visit the PayPal booth here at uh, at the exhibit hall and I would say the Here's the, and and I'm gonna I'm gonna mention this again in a little bit. I think I have that in my notes. But um, with PayPal and with a lot of the other companies here, we've heard a lot of solution, solution, solution. So it's yeah. no longer just about um, here's the way for me to get a payment uh, f- from me to you. So if I buy a coffee at a coffee shop, it's not just about how do I give you five, hopefully less than five dollars. I'm just saying, paying five. coffee. Well, that's a typical Starbucks coffee. That's how much I pay at Starbucks, I feel like. But anyway, <laughs> it's not just about, let, let's, let's call it $2 because that makes me feel good. It's not just about me getting $2 to you for the cup of coffee. It's, right. it's about it's about the entire relationship with the customer. How do you create a loyalty program? Yeah. How do you um, know more about your customer, know more about their purchasing? And PayPal is creating solutions around that and, and the one that they were demonstrating. And we actually have some have cool video, videos of you. Yeah. Uh, trying this out is you you check in on your your PayPal app. Uh, you can easily see whether there's a coupon or an offer for the particular um, for the particular uh, merchant, and then you can go there just swipe. You've yep. paid. They know who you are. They they can interact with um, the information about you, um, and it, it just creates a richer um, a richer interaction with the customers. and I think that was really cool.
1: Yeah. And I would I would agree with you wholeheartedly. I think one of the really fascinating things to me about about PayPal, they have this this great ecosystem that they've built, and we saw it demonstrated uh, t- demonstrated firsthand, and and we interacted with it. And I think one of the really neat things for me about about PayPal to really consider is kind of the first mover advantage. Where I think when when we talk about okay, the the payment landscape, things are changing in it, things are evolving. One of the neat things about PayPal that that I really uh, didn't consider before until today when they, they showed us just how well known they are and how well used they are mm-hmm. is that I really think their first mover advantage is really compelling. Just that uh, there's all, we talked about it earlier, there's concerns about security, privacy, all of these things, and people are already comfortable with PayPal, mm-hmm. and to think, okay, well if they're comfortable mm-hmm. already, seemingly yeah. they would be more comfortable paying with their mobile phone through PayPal. And so I think that's really, and the fact that they have this great ecosystem that they've built, Compounded on top of their the great brand name that they have already, I think it's interesting. Okay, and we also we had the opportunity to sit down with Jason
0: Oxman. Jason is the head of the Electronic Transactions Association (ETA), yep. which is a processor of mobile payments with with their application yep. that, that they do at the at the Starbucks locations. Uh, you've got Google uh, innovating within uh, mobile payments. You've got companies like Level Up who are innovating within mobile payments in different ways. They use the QR, scanning of QR codes. Um, you've so you've got a lot of different companies that are and of course Visa and MasterCard and Discover are all you know trying to do their own thing within within that space. So to me it was an obstacle. How yeah. do you how do you take this fragmentation and get everybody to, to work together? What I thought was interesting was Jason's take on it, and Jason's take on it was that it's not an obstacle, it's really exciting, it's a really big opportunity because you have so many people working on a solution to this, so you have so many more opportunities. For a good solution to come out of it, and I thought that was—I thought that was a, a good way of looking at that. And I, I think that it's a good point. I think that he's probably right on that—that that with so, ma- so much brain power, so many large companies going after this opportunity, we should get a, a good solution out of it.
1: Yeah, and I couldn't agree more with you. I think—I think so often, you know, um, we love sports. We think they're going to be defined. There's going to be a winner and a loser. But but one of the things that, that was really fascinating for me to hear from Jason was just the the partnership and collaboration and all these efforts exactly what you talked to it, seemingly this whole all the momentum is pushed in a positive direction which I think is really interesting to learn okay
0: and so closing out here we we took some time and we'll be doing this some more tomorrow and yep. hopefully getting some some more videos that we can we can share with uh, with the fullcom readers but we walked around the the uh, exhibit hall what was what was one of your takeaways, or what was one of your key takeaways from the folks that we visited, from the
1: things that we heard as we walked around? I think my biggest takeaway, Matt, was although I'm familiar with the payments industry, so often I think I understand it, but really, at its core, it's so easy for us to think a swipe of the card, my money's going to the merchant, mm-hmm. the my the the or my money from the bank is going to the merchant. There are all these you know different. Pieces that go along with it. You got
0: those two end pieces of the
1: right, but there's just so much in between Mm -hmm. that we just never think about. And truly, this is a just an expansive industry with a, a wide range of participants, and there's just so much going on with it. And it's really, you know, someone almost disaffectionately referred to it as plumbing. Right. You, never, you never think about it unless it breaks. Yeah. But really, there's just so much that underlies the payment industry that it really is fascinating to consider just the scope of it.
0: Yeah, it's, it, it, and I think it's interesting particularly for us as investors and talking yeah. to
1: investors um,
0: because there are a lot of companies that we can look at in here that we that may not otherwise think about. Um, but at the same time, that plumbing, as, as we can call it, Yeah. Um, Companies like PayPal, we were talking about this while we were over visiting the the PayPal booth. Uh, Companies like PayPal are looking to make that disappear just the way plumbing does, just the way electricity does. Where when you're home, you don't think about where does my electricity come from? How does this water get into my house so that I can flush the toilet and that works? And they want to see payments be the same thing, that it's not something that you think about. Mm -hmm. It's just something that happens. Yeah. Um, Now, as as far as my takeaway, that that kind of rolls into it. I mentioned this a little bit before, but it's this solutions kind of thing where it's it's not just any more about I'm going to transact. I'm going to give you money for this transaction. Um, It's more about how can we use the event of a transaction happening to, how can a merchant, I should say, how can a merchant use the event of a transaction happening to create a more of a relationship, a richer relationship with their customer? And you might expect that this would happen from PayPal, right? Yeah. Because that's online, that's e-commerce uh, kind of thing. You would definitely expect that this would happen from Google, right? Yeah. Because that's Google's whole thing. How many different touch points can we have with a single person? But. What was what was really fascinating was that this is also happening with First Data. So yeah. First Data is doing the same thing. They're they're generally more on the processing side, but they're looking to uh, create better solutions for their customers through the same thing. Um, and they have some really neat products that we got to see that do exactly that. It's also happening with the hardware company. So we stopped by and talked with Ingenico. So Ingenico. Um, one of the leading providers along with Verifone of those actual hardware terminals yep. that, you, that you swipe your car through when you're making a transaction. And those, I, I mean, that, that was maybe the most surprising to me because I would think, well, they're just going to continue to make these terminals, but no, they're moving back further in that, in that funnel, in that process, and creating these solutions where we want to we help our customers uh, uh, interact with their customers better. We want to help them offer loyalty get to know their customers better, all this kind of stuff. So you're seeing that across basically everybody that's here. That's sort of the buzzword, is creating this solution and helping uh, merchants interact better with customers. Yeah, it's fascinating. There's a lot going on here. I think that's a good way to put it. There is a lot going on here. And there's so much going on here that we will be back for another day tomorrow. We'll be continuing to film here. We'll be back to the normal where the money is tomorrow, so you can look forward to that. Um, but. Patrick and I will continue to be here, continue to film, and hopefully get all of you WTMIers some more great stuff from the ETA Transact 14 conference. But for now, that's all we've got. We'll see you tomorrow.
1: People on the show may have interest in the stocks they talk about, and The Motley Fool may have formal recommendations for or against. Don't buy or sell stocks based solely on what you hear.